fishing, bird watching, geocaching, photography, drones, water activities, bicycling and trail walks, stargazing, outdoor games, and indoor games. All of that and much more on this week's episode of the Soul RV Podcast. And welcome to episode nine of the Soul RV podcast. I am Mark. And I am Angie with Soul RV. Last week we discussed some of the 2021 RVs in the Midwest and the amenities within them. You may recall we mentioned a hobby station within one of those RVs. That's what today's topic is all about the best super fun camping hobbies and entertainment to explore on your next RV camping trip. We thought we would shake things up a little bit and give you some ideas for entertaining inside and out of the RV so that you can think about what you would like to do in addition to just camping and get prepared for anything you may need before the major camping season begins. Let's start off with fishing. Do you have a childhood memory of a fishing trip with a family member or a friend that you still look back on with enjoyment? That doesn't surprise me because fishing tends to bring on feelings of achievement and empowerment. Mm-hmm. When we go fishing with friends, it helps us build camaraderie with any activity that involves factors outside of one's control. This pastime will teach you patience. <laughs> Maybe that is why it is called fishing and not catching. <laughs> a great thing about fishing is that it can be used as a recreational therapy because spending time in nature has been shown to diminish depression reduce inflammation as well as offset stress Mm. that is a great reason to go fishing Mm -hmm. if you need one more reason to go my thought would be why not take the opportunity to spend time with your kids maybe your nieces and nephews or a family friend and show them what an enjoyable pastime is and be a positive mentor Mm -hmm. absolutely sounds like we need to go fishing now and get some stress relief huh yep (laughs) it's been a long week It is time for TNT. Tip number one is for those of you who may be stuck at home and unable to go RV camping, you might want to check out Airstream's Portable Park Series. It is perfect for those who are currently limited in their travels, like us. Airstream takes you to some beautiful national parks without even leaving your home. Check it out in this podcast description. It really makes you feel like you've gotten away from all the craziness in the world for just a little bit. The link is provided in the podcast description. Tip number two, if you would decide that fishing sounds like a hobby that you would like to start, please keep in mind and remember that most lures and baits are designed to catch the buyer's attention as well as some fish. Sometimes you can just start off simple, Mm kind of like that old Zebco 33 and just a little worm lure, right? Or the bobbers. Those are my favorite. Don't forget a bobber and a sinker. (laughs) The second hobby we're going to talk about today is birdwatching. I don't think it's a secret that birdwatching is one of our favorite hobbies while RV camping or anytime for that matter. We got started with this hobby from a digital newspaper program that Aiden used in school. There was an article on the feeder watch program. We had never heard of birdwatching, let alone the feeder watch program. But Aiden and I researched it and found it to be a very fun activity. All you need to do is hang some bird feeders filled with bird food appropriate for your area and count the birds that come to your feeder. The Feeder Watch program runs from November to April every year. In addition to the Feeder Watch program, we also participate in the Great Backyard Bird Count, also known as GBBC. 
every year in February. And this year it runs from the 12th until the 15th. We also participated in the Global Bird Weekend for the first time in October of last year, and it was a lot of fun. Their goal is to raise funds for the Bird Life Conservation Project to stop the illegal trade in birds. We did an inclusion video for the Global Bird Weekend event that you can check out on our YouTube channel as well. The link is provided in this podcast description. Another fun event that we participate in is that is October Big Day. October Big Day is a day dedicated to bird watching and bird counting in a single day event. If you would like to participate with us in any of these bird watching and counting programs, we invite you to join our special Facebook group, the Soul RV Team for Bird Watching. Bird watching is surprisingly fun and something you can do from just about anywhere. If you would like to learn more about bird watching or for more information on the Feeder Watch program, we have a great article that explains everything you need to know. The links to those articles are going to be in the podcast description as well. This week's solely fact is that on May 14, 2008, Paul Barr of Ellsworth, Kansas, caught the state record for a striped bass. <laughs> it weighed in at a whopping 44 pounds and was 44 inches in length. Way to go, Kansas. Yes. This week's solely current event is, according to RV Share, the most Googled question this week is what campgrounds are open? We are still in the middle of the winter months when many campgrounds are either closed or have limited usage, and we are also in the middle of a pandemic, so it's not really surprised that this question is frequently being asked. Mark has a related question coming up in our Life and Soul of the Party segment, and those answers will be revealed on our Facebook Happy Campers group this week. Number three, geocaching. Mm -hmm. Geocaching is a recreational activity that is done outdoors. Mm -hmm. Participants use GPS or mobile device to perform a worldwide hide and seek type of game. Mm -hmm. It is very similar to a treasure hunt, but it is a high-tech game now. Additionally, it is becoming very popular among RV campers mm -hmm. for entertainment while traveling and enjoying the great outdoors. It is a great way for everyone to experience unique places they may never have traveled to before. Furthermore, there are some state parks who have joined in on the fun and have created their own geocaching activities within the state campgrounds. Oh. Certainly, RV camping geocaching is definitely a fun new trend that is catching on fast. Mm -hmm. How does it work? Participants create a waterproof container or geocache that will contain a specific object, maybe a pen, a pencil, a logbook. Next, they decide on a location to hide it all in, marked by the coordinates. This is done all over the world for others to try and locate. The player who finds the geocache signs and dates the logbook, providing that they have found it. It is then placed back where it is found. Many times, items such as toys, trinkets, or other items are traded within the system, and then the game continues with a new object. Information on the appropriate location, item left, and logbooks are stored online at different websites and apps. Mm -hmm. Contents that are hidden in geocaches are free for the taking. Mm -hmm. However, they must be replaced with a different item, usually of higher value or personal meeting. Some items that are common are unusual coins, 
small toys, ornaments, buttons, CDs, books, and disposable cameras. Mm-hmm. Fun activity. Sounds fun. Mm-hmm. Last week we asked you, how many people are employed at Forest River? The answer is, with over 100 manufacturing plants, they employ 11,000 people. The second question is, what travel trailer is the best selling and has been since 2005? The answer is the Jayco J Flight. That is one long run. Mm -hmm. Wow. Yeah. Our question of the week is, what are the top eight most researched destinations for camping in the winter months? Mm. Head over to the Facebook Soul RV Happy Campers group and leave your response We will have the answers for you there later on and on next week's podcast. Number four on our list of hobbies is photography. Photography can be an exciting hobby while RV camping. There's so much in nature to photograph while out camping that the possibilities are endless. The birds, the plants, the animals, landscapes are all different from your location at home. And the entire scenery is different. And that opens up a whole new world of photography-related options. If you travel to the country, seaside, lakeside, oceanfront, or a forest area, there's sure to be something new that you wouldn't see from home. Just think about how many things you can photojournal about while RV camping. We have a great article on creating inspiration and motivational photography while RV camping, where we give instructions on how to take nature photography by choosing your subject, details about basic point-and-shoot nature photography with devices to help, how to create inspirational and motivational nature photography for any ability in much more detail, and how to edit and enhance your photos. Additionally, we'll go into details about using the photos that you take to tell a story with images with photojournalism creating a copyright for each of your photos, and how and where to share your photos on social media. The link to all of that is provided in the description as well. Our son Aiden enjoys everything relating to camping, nature, and photography. He especially loves to take his own nature photos. Aiden has special needs, and it is especially important to us to find ways to allow Aiden to do these things he enjoys. We realize that this may be something others with special needs would really enjoy doing while RV camping as well, but may not know how to get started. That's why we decided to add a special article to our website of this fun hobby for anyone while RV camping, how to use an iPad for photography, and the five items that you need to do this. So be sure to check all of that out on our website if you or a family member is interested in photography as a new hobby. We also have a fun and free 31-day photography challenge, and that link will be included in this podcast as well. The sole goal is where we discuss how to make your travel goals and where to go, sometimes including stories of our own travels. This week's segment of the sole goal is about one of our biggest hobbies. We have a travel goal to see all of the state parks in Kansas. Well, it was our goal to see the ones that we haven't seen yet in 2020, but the pandemic hit and travel restrictions limited our goal. However, as soon as we can, we will meet that goal. One of the state parks in Kansas that we did get to go to was Mushroom Rock State Park. It is located 20 miles southwest of Salina in north central Kansas. Mushroom Rock State Park is Kansas' smallest state park at only five acres, but one we were the most excited to visit, for sure for Aiden and I anyway. We got to see this state park during our first Christmas journey that we told you about. The amazing mushroom rock formations makes it one of the eight wonders of Kansas geography. 
These rocks were used as landmarks by Native Americans and early pioneers as meeting places. There are three rock formations with names in this park, and they are the Mushroom Rock Formation, the Devil's Oven Formation, and the Pulpit Rock Formation. Why is that important? The Devil's Oven. Boy, do I remember that rock. (laughs) I remember asking you, do you see that rock behind us? And your reply was, what rock? (laughs) That's what I yelled, that huge one you're about to back into. Serves it right for being named the Devil's Oven. Because the state park is so small, there's no camping available. However, Canopolis State Park, another Kansas state park we visited and marked off of our list, is less than 10 miles away. In my defense, that rock was still about a half a mile behind me while backing. But the road to get to Mushroom State Park, when we went there, it is a gravel, loose chat road, and it had just been (laughs) graded. It was loose, loose, graded, dirt, gravel, yeah, chat. It was a mess. It it was a pain to drive down. Mm-hmm. It was rather rough. Um, they had graded it out to where the center of it was still pretty washboard. So it it just, it wasn't a fun road to go down. It was quite a ways to get there. But And it was it, hard to find. It was like the, the, the quote from Twister. I can't find this road. It's like Bob's road. <laughs> um, Don't laugh. Yeah, the drive down the dirt road to get to Mushroom State Park was definitely interesting. Mm-hmm. It was. Can't can't say a whole uh, bunch more about that, but it uh, it was definitely a different road. Mm-hmm. Number five on the list is drones. This is currently becoming a very very popular pastime. There's currently more than 1.5 million or more flying currently. Now, if your drone weighs over 0.55 pounds, it is a requirement to be registered. That is a federal law, actually. Mm. Now, it is only legal to fly in Kansas State Parks at designated UAV locations. Oh, really? Yep, Mm. that is an unmanned aircraft vehicle. So you cannot just fly them through the park and over the water, so you need to go to an actual area that is designated for it but this is a good thing you can get out and uh, take some photos or do whatever and give you some wide open spaces as long as you're not in a state park in kansas anyway well it's good thing he didn't get arrested when he was out there playing with his toy one yep oops we definitely have to stop that On this week's segment of Food for the Soul, we have a super simple recipe for cooking in a crock pot in the fall while RV camping or at home, just like always. It is a recipe for Hawaiian chicken and rice, and it's what's for dinner tonight, dear. Uh Uh-oh. Two pounds of chicken breast cubed, half a cup of light brown sugar, a quarter of a cup of soy sauce, and one cup of pineapple juice. Throw all those ingredients into the crock pot, cook it on low heat for eight hours, serve it up on white rice, and it is done. Super simple recipe. Simple and easy, the Mm -hmm. way to go. Number six on the list, water activities. Mm. This can be boating, jet skis, Mm -hmm. tubing, Mm -hmm. skiing. Lots Uh, of fun. Oh, Mm. it's an absolute blast, whether you have jet skis, a boat, or just going out and uh, swimming with your friends. (laughs) I swear we have so many vehicles when we first got married that broke down just trying to get us to the lake. It was a struggle, but yeah. The more axles you add to your trip, the more chances of something going wrong. That's Mm -hmm. for sure. Mm -hmm. 
Next on the list is bicycling and trail walks. Mm. Taking your bikes along, always a good pastime, gets you out and about. Uh, if you're going to the campgrounds, there's usually roads leading in and out that have pretty slow uh, speed limits, so you can ride through the park pretty enjoyable. A lot of these parks will actually have trail walks that you can go on. We've actually taken Aiden on a couple of these. Uh, Pomona Lake has a really nice trail walk where we camp over there. Mm-hmm. Um, enjoyable and that was good to such get out a in the fun time. Yeah, good to get out in the sunshine and and soak up some of that vitamin D. Right. Stargazing is number eight. It is a very relaxing and enjoyable hobby to have. We really enjoy stargazing while out RV camping and from home. We are beginners with using a telescope as we started off using an easy-to-use free app called Skyview. It's the light version, and it helps you to identify the stars you can see without using any special equipment. It's really a good app for identifying the solar system, stars, constellations, the brightest satellites such as the International Space Station and the Hubble Space Telescope that we like to really keep an eye on, and the galaxies such as the Milky Way. It has really relaxing music that plays in the background while you're searching for your favorites in the sky. Now, since our son Aiden's interest in astronomy has increased, we decided to purchase this special telescope that allows him to view on a laptop what we can see through the telescope. It has really been a fun new educational activity for our whole family, and we strongly suggest checking into stargazing as it can be a fun and free activity for the entire family. Yes. Outdoor games mm-hmm. at number nine. Yes, not that it's the least of the fun hobbies to have. Yep. What better way to spend some time with the family and friends than playing games? While camping, weather permitting, Mm -hmm. outdoor RV camping games is what we enjoy the most. Mm -hmm. We have a list on our website of the top seven RV outdoor games that can be played pretty much anywhere. Mm -hmm. They are Cornhole, which is where you're tossing bean bags back and forth to basically a wooden block with a hole in it. (laughs) Fun game though, it really is. It is fun. Uh, ladder toss, which is basically two golf balls tied together with a string, and you're trying to get them on rungs of a ladder. Such creativeness in the people that have have made up these games. <laughs> it is. That's a real fun one, though. We, we mm-hmm. play that quite a bit. Good exercise walking back and forth. Right. Um, giant yard pong is another one. Of course, horseshoes, long-standing game. Mm-hmm. Uh, a lot of your state parks actually have horseshoe pits that you can go and play at as mm-hmm. well. Um, unfortunately, probably a lot of that's shut down right now, but horseshoes is a fun one to go and play. Yeah. Jarts, uh, yard darts. Um, safe version. It is the safe version <laughs> of yes. the darts. Yes. yes. Uh, who, who can't remember, you know, throwing a dart at their best friend or family member as a kid. You know, Me? that's, oh, come on now. <laughs> that's your childhood. Nope. <laughs> Spike ball is actually becoming a really popular game, really good exercise. This is where you're taking a ball and basically throwing it into a mini trampoline, Mm -hmm. and the next person or team has to catch that, and it goes back and forth. Fun to watch a game of. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you get some young kids out there, they just go at it and have all kinds of fun. Mm -hmm. Number seven, the knockoff toss game. (laughs) You'll have to check those out on our website at SolarV. Mm-hmm. That actually, that knockoff toss game, that's one where you stick the water bottle or whatever object you want to have on this pole and you're throwing things at it, just trying to knock it off. I mean, it is the most simple game ever. And the, the people that create these games, they, they're just cool people. 
Anyway. Well, you know, no- how, how do you take a sport like, you know, throwing something, which everybody likes to throw something mm-hmm. at something. It's great. It's, mm-hmm. <laughs> can't have a BB gun. Why not throw at it? Throw something at it. And number 10 on our list, indoor games. Being prepared for cold and rainy days in the RV is important, especially if you have children in the RV. We came up with our top 10 indoor games that are camping related. The first one on the list is Shut the Box. It is new to our family fun games, and it is a wooden box with numbered tiles and dice inside. You simply roll the dice and lay down any of the tiles until they are all down. There are much more detailed instructions on our website. It's kind of hard to explain, but very basic game, very fun. Number two on our list is the Uno Wilderness card game. It's played just like the original Uno card game, but with fun outdoor adventure theme cards for kids. Who hasn't played a game of right? Uno? Right, yeah. It's fun. Number three, Yahtzee National Park Travel Edition. Again, this is played just like the original Yahtzee game, but with a National Park themed dice. Sounds fun. Yes. Number four, Camp Board Game. This game is an educational game for kids and adults where everyone can learn about the great outdoors. Number five, Trekking the National Parks. A family board game. This is a game that is very unique and educational game that encourages you to explore the United States National Parks by competing for points as you race around the state parks. It's so much fun. Number six, Monopoly National State Park Edition. Like Uno and Yahtzee games I mentioned earlier, this Monopoly National Parks game is played just like the traditional Monopoly game, but it is themed around national parks. Number seven is Masterpieces National Parks Opoly Junior Board Game. This game is much like the Monopoly game I just mentioned. However, it is based on national parks and designed more for younger children to play. Number eight is Fishing Camp Board Game. This game is a fun one for the family if you have an interest in fishing like Mark talked about earlier. There are four different levels of questioning all geared toward fishing. Number nine on the list, Road Trip, is next on our list of indoor games. It's an educational word challenge game for the family that lets the players experience the United States from a station wagon they travel in. Moves in this game are made by filling in the blanks in a sentence with words. And finally, number 10 is the Toasted or Roasted game. This is a fun family game where the players try to be the first one to start their campfire and toast three marshmallows without allowing Roasty to burn them. You must watch out for those sneaky players who try to rain on your campfire, burn your marshmallows, or blow out your fire. It is a fun game. So, our second question of the week is, what are your favorite games to play indoors and outdoors while RV camping? Drop us a line by email directly from our website at solarv.com under contact us, or hop on over to our Facebook Happy Campers group and let us know. That is it for today's episode of the Soul RV Podcast. We hope that we have answered a few of your questions about hobbies while RV camping. 